Hello and welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before we get into anything, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. It's just a little area where Nathan and I have some off-the-cuff conversations, a couple of games, just giving you guys something a little extra for giving us that support, which you can do for us. Everything goes back into the show. Um, just something extra we want to give to you, patrons. If not, uh, we appreciate you. Nonetheless, it does not affect any regular content. But today, on Thursday, we're going to be talking about 1967's Son of Godzilla, directed by June Fukuda, coming back from Ebera. Yeah. And Godzilla, he's back, and he's got somebody with him, too. <laughs> who who does he got little it, it's his well quotes son we don't know yeah. if he actually fathered this child yeah. or not Nathan, I, who, I, who do you think who do you think the lucky lady would have been now the lucky lady <laughs> hopefully the girl that he fell in love with in the last movie right <laughs> the one he stared into the eyes i think they were trying to set something up here i think you yeah. talked about it <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's why his son looks so weird but... yeah uh, l- l- this little guy is a uh, funky looking <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's minya is they call minya or manila um, yeah. based well, off of it they don't say it in the movie though right that's they... just given after they don't but it's it's uh canonically his name is minya or manila like what so Minya in Manila, it's like mini Godzilla or mini Gojira, something like that. That's that's the literal translation, what it is. And, um, you know, Godzilla, you know, we've talked about it. He's getting some kid friendly. And uh, last movie, he was definitely like, you know, teen romp type of movie. This movie, he's doing it for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is when it kind of, it's children's movie kind of, you know, it's getting there, right? Because it's um i don't know they're, they're definitely no they know what their demographic is becoming and I, I get them being like all right let's get a kid kid kaiju in here but um <laughs> but if only it would look like a little godzilla like a just godzilla but really small yeah um he uh definitely uh like we said he doesn't look okay brutally honest he looks terrible he looks awful <laughs> he looks like, awful like yeah especially his baby form because he does grow up in this one which i very rapidly um because i I mean this is we're getting like into the middle of the movie because he the son of godzilla is the title of the movie but it takes a little bit to get there about 30 minutes i said i i think well uh i I, actually one of my notes was i godzilla is in the very first scene of the movie and this is. is the first time we've ever seen godzilla in the first scene i believe yeah, yeah, and it, it sets up a lot of the movie. It's like, oh, Godzilla's going to this island. So rather than the last entry, where we have, it's like, why was he here? Why was he hibernating? We actually get like, oh, he's traveling there for some reason because his son is there. Son in quotations, uh, once again. Yeah, I'm, canonically, I believe he adopted him. Like, it wasn't actually his son. Okay, but definitely takes on a fatherly role in this movie and like acts like a total dad too yeah he's he's uh he's quite the dad he's he's really mean to him well let me say this little baby godzilla he gets messed up and 
I, I, I hate to say it, but sometimes it made me laugh seeing him get hurt. <laughs> well, before we get into that, let's kind of explain yes, why, they're, yeah. why, why, why they're there on the island. So, I mean, kind of leading up to this, like you said, you know, the demographic for Godzilla had sort of shifted. It's uh, <laughs> they wanted to have a lot more of a kid friendly type of vibe, you know, because Godzilla sales have been kind of dwindling at this point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what it once was. And it was kind of like, okay, well, what can we do to get them there? Maybe if we make it more kid friendly and, you know, that's kind of what they were doing. And right now at the time, uh, Japanese, the Japanese government was giving all these uh, budgetary and like money to all these Japanese film studios to go out and to make these Japanese monster movies because they were so profitable at the time. And because they would, you could just send them to any country and, you know, it's, it's, it's not hard to really understand the language in there, but um, they, what they were doing is uh, Toho made uh, two movies that year. So they made this movie, Son of Godzilla. And the other one was King Kong escapes. Okay. So, and that one is, it's the sequel to King Kong versus Godzilla. It's showing you what King Kong's up to, in that time and that one they they really wanted their a team on that one they were like so ishiro honda's there the oh wow wizard super is on there sekizawa the uh, composer ikafube is on there too so it's like all right we're bringing our a game because they really wanted this one to be the big hit and like i said godzilla was kind of dwindling in its ticket sales so that's why they're like all right well let's just kind of put the B team out there or whatever. And cause even Nakajima, cause this is the very first time Nakajima, the yeah. guy that was in all the other Godzilla movies, he does play Godzilla, but for like two scenes. That's crazy <laughs> that they did that. That like it, a little sad actually. It is. The reason why though, is because they got a, a little person to play Minya Mm-hmm. And uh, they wanted a Godzilla to be really towering over his offspring. So mm-hmm. they had gotten a much taller suit actor yeah. to do the part for Godzilla. And uh, the the suit, like we always talk about the suits. Don't The suit looks kind of rough in this one, in my opinion. Well, it's a little too big. You can see well, the hole in his neck. Well, yeah. So the very first scene in the movie is in the water. Godzilla's in the water. Mm-hmm. And that scene he looks pretty bad because godzilla it's the same suit from invasion of the astro monster and ebra of the you know monster of the deep and mm-hmm. it's so this movie has been through hell essentially and it's yes. just like it's been dragged beaten it's been submerged underwater it's the, it's all these things gone through it so but they wanted to keep that scene just for the underwater scene so that's that scene's that, that suit's probably being put to rest after that one but it's all waterlogged looks awful but in the next scene where they actually have godzilla on land godzilla looks like a completely different from that suit like yeah doesn't even look close and also godzilla looks terrible in this movie yeah he looks bad man he he, i don't know what they were thinking with the suit i think they were maybe trying to match it with the kid version to kind of make him look at least somewhat similar yeah, so you can blame Minya for Godzilla looking like this because yeah. they made the Minya costume first mm-hmm. and they're like, 
and then they were like, okay, we're going to make Godzilla to base it off. So Godzilla, they wanted to make him look less threatening. So he's got a more human-like head. He's got his, uh, his eyes are a little smaller, like a little more bigger. Not as they're not as, uh, you know, like evil looking menacing. Um, he's got like a shorter snout. So he looks kind of pug nosed. It's, it doesn't look good. And it's, probably like one of my least favorite from this era and yeah it it's not good no no and uh i guess speaking of suits Minya, oh boy oh boy if you've looked up this little guy uh he's he's so creepy looking especially i know i talked about the little gray version where he has no teeth and he's just like on the ground crying crawling around i hate it i hate it so much it's it's bad looking and that's uh they said uh i I guess we should talk about the human thing really quick but oh um, yeah yeah but to be honest with you i i really wasn't a fan of the human plot line it's really not super i mean were you or Uh, so okay i know this is gonna (laughs) this is gonna sound weird so the first time i watched i actually watched the spice for this episode once in japanese and once in english and the first time I watched it, I didn't really think I liked this movie. I was like, eh, you know, it's not very, I didn't really like it. I don't think it all came together. And then the second time, I don't think it's a good movie, but I remembered a lot from it. And I think there's a lot of fun to be had here. Now, I think the weather plot is a little boring, but it has its moments and it has one of the best human characters ever. Psycho. You can't, you can't go wrong with Psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole thing too. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a so that starts with you know there's these scientists are they're trying to cure world hunger by creating a weather controlling machine so that way they can make the climate for the weather so that way people can be farming and creating supplies year-round and yeah a reporter parachutes onto the island he's like i'm here for an interview and they're like well we're not going to tell you anything but you can work for us and there's there's a uh, there's little funny scenes like that in here or where it's like he makes them food but he uses like dirty laundry water <laughs> he that uses has, like, like dirty underwear <laughs> yeah as like a water to like wash vegetables and they're like yeah. oh it was marinating in the special sauce or whatever <laughs> yeah and the look on his face he's so grossed out oh uh, no i was just gonna say there's these little monsters that are on the island like praying mantises and they uh, let go of there's like little nuclear emissions from these weather stations and it turns these giant praying mantis praying mantises into giant versions. Yes. Yeah. Like huge, huge ones. And they walk around. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an interesting plot where it's like, they're there just to control the weather and the two dudes that run it are like complete. Uh, I guess the word I'm thinking of is bastards. <laughs> Cause yeah. it, it reminds me a lot of the, the thing where it's like a bunch of dudes trapped in like a very secluded area and they're almost forced to be there. And there's people there that want to leave. They actively want to leave and they lie to their face of like, Oh, all the radios broke in the last experiment. We aren't going to be able to get you guys out of here. And I love the next scene where he's like, wow, you're a really good actor. (laughs) I know you broke those yourself. (laughs) I thought it was great. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess I should go back and I, so I watched it in Japanese and I didn't get a chance to watch it in English. So maybe I need to go back and watch yeah. it, but well, I will say I may be giving this movie a little too much credit. Cause it, it's, it's definitely weak. It, it's a weak one, especially I think about the villains in this, the, 
because the last ones you have for a while now we've had great uh enemies for godzilla godzilla's enemy is just a giant spider and i mean a, a lot of work's gone into it but it just there it's not really anything special at least for me well so i was gonna what i was gonna say is that i wasn't a big fan of the human plot line but really okay but the the suit plot line it might be one of my favorites <laughs> of the series that's funny because <laughs> okay so Okay, like okay, now we're gonna talk about the part where we we meant to talk about. So the the gods so these giant praying mantises come across this giant egg mm. and they forcefully break this egg open. This 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 little dinosaur that wasn't ready to be born yet. Maybe that's why it looks so weird, but yeah, yeah, because it's a little <laughs> premature little baby. <laughs> and they they break open this egg and they just start stabbing this baby with their giant like praying yeah. mantis claws. One of the funniest moments is when they step on it, like the little praying mantis foot. He's just laying there. Horrible. Like, I mean, in in context of the scene, it's horrible, but it's, it's so, it's so funny to watch. It really is. It's like so funny. I I don't know what it is to see this little guy get hurt Um, because uh, a little bit later, one of the, one of the best moments, this moment, I could just have this playing on a loop is when they hit a rock right on this little baby Godzilla's face. It makes the noise. He starts crying. I know this doesn't sound funny, but damn, when you see it, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> it's so awful. Like, it, yeah, it just, it's so ridiculous. Like this baby just gets like beaten up. Like this, this baby hasn't even been alive for 10 minutes. And <laughs> it's like already just like <laughs> getting, getting the crap beaten out of them. Yeah. And, but you know, it, there's no visible damages or anything like that, so no. it's, it, it's not like gruesome or anything. But it's it's really cartoonish. And there's even one point where Godzilla, like Godzilla, comes in, he beats up all the praying mantises, which is a really cool scene. Like he's body slamming them, like he's a pro wrestler, and he's mm. just like he's yeah. beating them. He's beating them up pretty good. And uh, after he beats them up he starts walking away and he swings his tail to walk and it just he hits Mimia like right in the face yeah, again his own and child <laughs> and he's just and he, the poor kid he's just like it's just like screaming yeah because he does this the whole movie he's always screaming or making donkey noises and like flailing his arms and legs around it is pathetic oh and but yeah, the psycho, like she encounters Minya, and it's one of the few times that humans interact with a kaiju like that. And mm-hmm. it's this giant close up of this baby, and it looks horrible. It like, looks just so bad. It looks really bad. Clearly green screened, and because she's not even really looking at it, it's just. <laughs> yeah. It, it, in like the whole thing is she cuts a fruit and throws it at him, and it looks so bad. It's literally just a light it's literally like a light in the screen and it just goes to his mouth it looks it looks horrible yeah but anyway godzilla finds like all right you can come along and this baby came and walk yet so he just it falls onto godzilla's tail and godzilla just like drags him away yeah um and then it becomes like almost like a father-son movie about them learning lessons together um while the humans are scrambling to figure thing figure their crap out some of my favorite scenes in the entire series (laughs) yeah no i mean there's some great stuff because i mean godzilla hits his child 
uh, multiple well, the, times. Well, he doesn't hit him. He threatens to hit him. I guess you're right. He's like, I'll hit you. Well, what about whenever he like, okay, so he tries to teach his son to blow fire and he can't do it. So Godzilla steps on his tail and that makes him breathe fire. He, it was it was just tough love. It wasn't he wasn't hitting okay. him. Okay. All right. Just a little, little forceful. Yeah, but he does little things like uh like he's blowing these little smoke rings. It looks mm-hmm. looks real looks real cute. And uh he steps on his tail and he's able to do the breath and uh like at first too, like he's like, Okay, I'm gonna show you how to roar and Godzilla roars mm-hmm. and then Mina does his little high pitch roar, which is which is great. I yes, think. Yeah. Um, um I, but it's just little stuff like that. I, I thought was I, I really enjoyed. And the other one was uh Godzilla lays down, he's like, I'm gonna take a nap. And Godzilla's yeah, been napping this. a lot these yeah. these movies. I know the last two movies, Godzilla's been taking naps. Yeah, he's like a sleepy guy now. <laughs> so Godzilla lays on the ground and he's kind of just you know, kind of like how a cat, like a cat will be sleeping, but it's like swinging its tail a little bit. And Mina's like, oh, that looks fun. And he just like jumps, like plays jump rope with Godzilla's tail. And like Godzilla wakes up and he's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, he's looking at his kid like he's the weirdest thing he's ever seen. Like, uh, can you stop? <laughs> yeah, it, it's so good. Yeah, little Mina is a little weird. He grows teeth in this time too. Now he has like, buck teeth almost it looks really weird and yeah. he doesn't grow up ever again in the series right like this is what he just looks like in the show a series yeah this yeah, is the it. Show it yeah interesting yeah it's uh he looks I, like i like you said he ages because he looks like a little baby he's got these like giant giant he's got like a giant mouth and then he's like doesn't have any teeth and now he's like a little bigger he can walk and he's got these little teeth and it's like how much time has passed by? Like it's yeah. been days, hours. Like yeah, you think like if he was if he was growing up that fast, he should look like a Godzilla soon. But no, he's yeah. just too he's too iconic. I guess big in Japan. I don't know. I guess. Well, that's yeah. so that okay. That's the other thing. Like Minya was not well received for Western audiences. So america does not like Mina. <laughs> like most american fans don't like him i i think he's good i like him as a character his design needs a lot of work but as a character i think he's fine and uh but in japan though he uh he's real big real big like you said re- very popular yes yeah yeah um and, really big and in fact he like during like the monster verse like showa era he's like the fourth most popular character really I think, like the only two that beat him i think are mothra and Ghidorah. yeah i mean that makes sense wow that's crazy yeah what, what about godzilla oh yeah like number 12 or something somewhere in there yeah that guy kind of sucks he just sleeps the whole time oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean these moments i think are pretty golden you know any moments with like Minya and stuff like that it's just like there's something about the final fight being that spider. I, I don't I don't love. I don't think it's as very menacing. I mean, I don't like spiders as much as the next person, but it just doesn't have personality like uh, Ghidorah or something. Yeah, well, to me, I guess the the part that doesn't work that well is there was 
so like with the with these past monsters they they at least show you the level of what they can do and like what the damage they've done like Ghidorah like you know he came and destroys like half of the town and like able to do all this devastation and destruction and the spider Kumanga mm-hmm. he uh the only sense of its abilities we get is like there he kills one of the praying mantises yes and and so we don't really get to see the full spectrum of his abilities. And I didn't really ever feel like Godzilla was in any extreme danger. So like Kamunga, one of his abilities is he has a poison stinger. And that's how he kills one of the praying mantises is that he poisons it. And uh, Minya has like a one-on-one encounter with Kumanga, And he barely gets out of there. Godzilla comes in and saves him. And- of course. It, it's it's a little fun encounter though i think it's a good fight scene though they did say though so like kumanga was probably one of the most complicated monsters to control I can imagine. This, it took 20 people to control this one monster because he yeah. has eight let two people for like each limb that's crazy that must have been a lot and i mean like the fight scene i think is cool because the whole thing is uh you know he's a poisonous spider and he actually poisons godzilla and it kind of makes like his vision blurry and i, I think that was a fun effect they had it also yes. gets really gruesome yeah it gets stabbed right in the eye <laughs> yeah poor godzilla <laughs> i couldn't even imagine even kumanga didn't like his eyes I, yeah there you go that was his statement um <laughs> but no i mean yeah I, and i can tell and I look just watching videos and stuff about this movie. You could tell just by watching that this is a little more influenced by wrestling, uh, just because there's a lot of a lot of wrestling type moves in this one. And I think that's more attributing to the suit actors because uh, Nakajima was a judo guy. That's yeah. why, like, he he takes judo flips. He's flipping people or flipping other monsters or whatever. This one's like he's like a grappler in this one he's like slamming people and everything so mm-hmm. i think that's more having to do with like the suit actor that was in there um I, yeah it's but uh it has like a really good fight scene you know godzilla at one point gets pinned down and kumanga's like coming in for like another poison but then Minia finally stands up and he's able to help his dad out and shoot his atomic breath and they do like a, a duel a duo like uh, atomic uh, blast him and it kills kumanga it's a great it's a great moment yeah it's a great power moment you know any anybody with you know that loves father son movies you got it here you got a very touching one here yeah um, you know it's just as good as uh what's well, a good father and son movie i know there's a lot and but none oh, are coming a to my mind <laughs> oh god so Big much for fish that. the tim burton movie yeah, move over big fish yeah <laughs> um, well it's kind of like this is like a big monster and that has a big fish it's kind of similar right no that was the last movie oh you're right i completely <laughs> forgot um but no i think you're right i think that's when the movie really clicks because the people stuff is i, I don't mind it too much but uh, it's they, not bad but they don't I, do a I, lot i, I say that because I like the human plot line a lot more in the Ebra one. Like I even yeah. said, like, I think the Ebra one that could have stood out as its own movie, even if he took out the monsters. So this one, yeah. I was in comparison. I don't like it as much. 
Yeah, and and I totally get that. The last one actually had a really great plot. This one's just kind of like, oh, we're trying to do weather stuff. And they kind of travel around. Our main character, the journalist and Psycho, they're kind of just, they just travel around the island. Psycho has this weird chant that she can do. Make, she makes weird noises out of her mouth and there's no explanation for it because she's not like supernatural or, or anything. She's just a human. It's It sounds like a group of women like chanting. Yeah, it's 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 weird, but it, it, Mina likes it. He he's yeah, he's all about it. That's his that's his uh like hey kid over here call. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And then he gets fed, kind of like uh, a dog. Yeah, just like a dog. Yeah, loyal Mina. Uh -huh. But uh, so a couple other like weird moments was uh, so when you, when they first encounter Psych Psycho, she's in the water swimming and. Uh, and Goro, the, the photographer, the journalist, his, his first instinct is not to say anything to this woman. And he's like, just whip out your camera and just start taking pictures of this woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Um, and it's not the first time. The first time he sees the praying mantises, he also just like runs in with the cameras like, I could get a good shot because he's a good journalist. That's his big deal is like, it's not about the publicity. He doesn't care if anybody reads it. He wants to capture reality. You know, when you think about it, that is kind of interesting is that I guess the in the in this continuity of the universe, I guess the people of Japan are just so used to seeing giant monsters. Like they're just yeah. totally numb to seeing like an abnormally sized praying mantis like out in the jungle. Yeah, I, I, I love that too. Because uh, I mean, they do, because they just talk about Godzilla, like, oh, it's Godzilla. We got to steer clear, you know, like. It, that's so interesting compared to like the first like two or three movies where everybody is just like absolutely terrified of them yeah and so i think a lot of that had to do so like one fact about this movie is that just like the last one but like i said this was kind of like the b team type of thing but it was still like budget was cut drastically from the first movie and to me it shows because there's no miniatures that any of the monsters destroy in this movie. No. It's all on a deserted island. And the only thing we see as far as miniatures is a couple of like towers that shoot out like the radio, like the weather control stuff. Yeah. Um, and it gets covered by water in a rainstorm, which it looks nice, but they don't really, you know, it, no, no, that you're right. A lot of that stuff is gone. They're fighting so, in very plain areas. So that's kind of what it seems like to me is that budget is very thin and it's kind of like, oh, well, we will just kind of have to make do. They're going to fight on a deserted island, which is why they don't encounter any people, any cityscapes. Um, the, uh, the other monsters in here, they're, they're not played by suit actors. They're complete marionettes. They're just their puppets. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one reason they, they don't get any big drastic suits. They don't get anyone. So they, they just have like the two monster suits that are in this one. Yeah. Um, now, uh, the uh, actor playing uh, Mina, it was like I said, was uh, a, a little person. And his name was uh, Little Man Machan. I like that. <laughs> and he, uh, he plays Mina and all the other instances throughout this series that's cool and uh he actually was in like that very famous <laughs> north korean uh, monster movie 
Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> pool 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 Gasari or I think yeah pool Gasari yeah yeah the, the one where the director was like kidnapped to be a part of. Uh yeah, that's that's definitely going to be one I think we need to talk about at some point. But yeah, I agree. But uh, yeah, so he he was saying that uh, the suit act the, the suit didn't really fit him properly. So that's why Minya kind of has like that weird kind of like walk to him where he kind of like waddles and but uh it it up. they they like that because they're like we, we want you to kind of look around like a toddler and that's that's what you that's what you look like. Yeah. So uh the uh they, there's there's three different people that was Godzilla in this movie. Okay. So there was a uh, Nakajima was doing the water scenes. And in that scene, so Godzilla comes out of the water and they're saying like what a challenge it was to have Godzilla come out of the water and walk onto the beach that mm-hmm. they had to uh, attach uh, Nakajima to this, uh, to this cart and they had to pull him out of the water with it. <laughs> it was just in, in the suit, you know, weighs like 200 pounds. Plus he's like covered in water and everything. Yeah. He just said like what a nightmare it was and he has like this tiny uh cylinder of of oxygen too so he can breathe underwater so that i don't know how that man put up with this for so long but then the second and then they had a second suit actor that come in and he got injured but then they got uh nakajima's protege to do the rest of the movie that's cool that's um, but uh and one thing too, uh, so the, another reason why this movie is a lot more family friendly is, and we I think this is the first time we've mentioned it, but this movie was inspired a lot by uh, the success of Gamera. Really? Okay. They just, they said like, because uh, Gamera at the time had been, uh, he'd done a couple of movies at that point, but it, Gamera was full on like this is a kids movie like this is intended for children and they uh, I think they took a lot of that from Gamera which Gamera was part of a uh, rival film studio so it wasn't um, they're just taking a lot of the good parts from that and here Um, we'll have to get into those at some point oh I intend to fully do that one um, (laughs) at some point but uh, uh, some other things too uh this movie was not a huge success at all, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, sold less tickets than the uh, Ebra. Ebra sold about 3 million tickets. This sold about just under 2.5 million tickets. Wow. It's, uh, it's so weird hearing that about these movies and how like much of a cultural icon is God- Godzilla and like the we're starting to like see it dwindle but i guess everything dwindles at some point yeah it's to me though it's just i think i attribute a lot of this stuff to burnout and that's not so much that people are getting fatigued by the monster but i don't think they were really trying to take him to new interesting places or anything like that because ashiro honda was just so burnt out and even Sekizawa they got him to write this movie and even he was just like I don't want to write any more of these movies but it's just he didn't really have a lot of choice in the matter because he was contracted to do a lot of this type of stuff and 
I think it's just getting to the point where everybody, everyone really wants to move on or they, they want to make different stuff. So they're really not putting in their best effort into things. And the studio is just like, just make a movie, get it done type of thing. And, yeah. and, and this, and, move, oh, go ahead. And it doesn't allow for a lot of creativity, I guess. And, and I mean, it's creative, but in a very cheap way. And then, you know, you could tell that Toho is more like, hey, pump these out for money. You know, it, it's just getting a little sad. It, which is, to me, like the exact opposite. I mean, it's like Godzilla was such a huge hit. You know, King Kong versus Godzilla was like one of the most watched movies ever in Japan. And they're like, and their solution was like, oh, well, here's less money. It's usually yeah. like the opposite reaction. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the like the dwindling returns deal. I don't know. It feels like Toho was like ashamed of Godzilla at some point, but they knew that it was going to get them money. Like you know, because I mean, get you know, two and a half million people seeing it—that's still money. You're still making money. It, it, it's less of a return, but it's something, right? Yeah, and even in America, this was the uh, second attempt of the, the, this movie was not released theatrically in America, it went straight to TV. <laughs> and, and in fact, like we'd said it before, this, this movie actually came out before Invasion of the Astro Monster. For, I feel like we talked about that so long ago. <laughs> yeah, so that was, like I said, that movie came out after Son of Godzilla. Yeah. Um, oh, I will say the English dub of this is, it's pretty good, actually. Uh, it's not bad. I, I've learned that from these movies that the English dubs from, like, they're starting to not be too bad. No, and I, I, I did watch probably like five to ten minutes of the English one before beforehand, and I agree. I mean, the Ebra one was really good. It um, To me, it's like they're actually getting like a decent film crew together. Like, they're actually getting like actual voice actors to come in and do the dubbing for a lot of these because the one for um uh godzilla raids again was yeah. just so silly oh, oh banana oil banana oil yeah mm-hmm. and and then the, the the other sidekick character sounding like yogi bear or whatever that's right so, yeah <laughs> so it's there's a lot there's a lot more work put into it but uh after this one though the Toho is kind of like about ready to wash their hands of Godzilla entirely so much so that they're like, we're playing in one more movie after this. Really? This is, this is where it, where they're ending in quotations. Yeah. So they were, they were ready to just, all right, right, we're going to do one last Godzilla movie and call it done. That's crazy. That's actually. Yeah. So this is 13 years after Godzilla had started and they're already just like yeah and it could have just ended right there yeah i mean it's it it, it, honestly i could see why though just looking thinking about it now how like tickets prices or ticket sales are going down and all that maybe it was time to retire them for a little bit it seemed like they could have ended it here with the ending that this movie gets Oh, we didn't talk about the ending. So. No, which is I, the ending to this thing is really good because the human characters, they actually get their feather experiment working and it starts to snow on the island. And I, well, what's funny is Godzilla almost leaves his baby in the snow to die. But Godzilla turns around, embraces his son, 
and they get snowed on together and it's uh there's something about it that's kind of nice it's like the first time godzilla is like i don't want to say human that's not the word but i guess you you feel like he has more emotion to him than just like anger yeah godzilla is definitely he's he's like 90 percent a hero character at this point yeah exactly like, and he's uh he's embracing his son in the snow it's it's one of the most famous shots from like the entire series like everyone like mm-hmm. they that one that scene gets recreated a lot and like a lot of merchandise is based off of that one scene in japan mm-hmm. um so it's it it's a really nice moment but i do think it's they're like because they they're able to make it snow and like the scientists are like yeah right we did it and and like the, these two dinosaurs are just like freezing to death and they're just but of like, course, oh, they're like they'll be fine don't worry about it yeah they're like oh they'll hibernate and i'm thinking how does he know is he like a godzilla expert I mean, he doesn't know if godzilla's hibernate like that in the snow but i don't know godzilla hibernates in the water though like that's, that's right that's what... <laughs> yeah snow's like water right eventually eventually yeah um yeah another interesting thing is the humans characters no one really gets like their due no one's like the bad guy in this one they get the experiment up and then it's like yay we we did it and then that's the end of the plot line yeah and the main doctor of course is played by akihiko harada uh dr sarazara from the very first (laughs) godzilla movie he's still hanging around no eye patch this time though no eye patch no he does he does sport some sunglasses though i believe yes yeah no he's looking cool i'm always happy to see him in these movies and uh akira kubo is in this one he was in uh, uh invasion of the astro monsters and that one too where he's like the the non-astronaut character in that one but yeah i mean we've talked about this so many times but there's always so many returning actors in these things where it's to the point where we're like oh cool it's that guy yeah you know i'm not even upset i'm like fine Whatever. i know like i don't even i don't even have to like pull out a cast list now i'm like oh yep there he is yeah like... <laughs> he's gonna be there every time i see godzilla i'm like yep there he is back at um, it but uh yeah you know i so overall uh this one was and I, I didn't say to like as far as like my previous time i've watched this movie a bunch as a kid okay gotcha and uh it, it's it's a very kid friendly type of movie it's uh I, this was in my vhs box set of godzilla that i had i watched quite a bit because it's it's fun just watching them kind of interacting with each other um i personally i would give it a recommend it's not it's not an amazing movie it's not like godzilla where it's like great one of the great movies or like Ghidorah where it's like action-packed but in terms of quality I enjoyed it quite a bit and I uh, I really like a lot of these sentimental type of moments like that so it for me it works really well and uh, for me I would give it a recommend you know what Ryan I I agree with you I give it a recommend it, it grew on me it did. I, when I went, the, it's one of those movies where I thought about it and I was like, I'm remembering a lot more from this one than I am like the last one. You know, I'm recalling certain scenes and stuff, and it it's just a fun movie. It, it's just silly. You know, like you said, it's not like Godzilla at his greatest, but as far as like Godzilla at like maybe his like children's movie arc, this one's good. This one's a fun one. I think it's a 
it's worth checking out. Oh, we didn't mention. What do you think of Minya throwing his little t- temper tantrum? I hated it. It's, <laughs> he's, so, he's so annoying. He's like crying noise. Yeah. Well, maybe we could put that in right yeah. here. Yeah. So just so you know, pretty awful isn't it <laughs> i think it's great i don't know what you're talking about uh-huh yeah you when you were a kid and watching this on your vhs you're you're clapping when he I probably i probably was probably, i thought yeah. it was funny okay well then yeah <laughs> and then he drags him away by godzilla grabs him by the tail and drags him away it's funny like <laughs> like you're just taking like taking your crying kid out of the shopping mall or something yeah yeah like <laughs> all right we're turning around now you you force this upon yourself. It's a great moment, but yeah. Anyway, that's it. Uh, so we're gonna shut the book on Toho for now. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be coming back to it with uh, something else, something different. Uh, but Nathan, what are we gonna be talking about next time? Back to our regularly scheduled programming. All right. So next time we are going to be talking about the Andre Konjlovsky film. Runaway Train from 1985. We're doing another canon movie. So I'm really excited to talk about that one. Can't wait. Yeah. And you can watch that on HBO Max. Perfect. Well, if you have any other memories of Godzilla that you'd like to tell us about, please email us over at drive in double feature podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DIDF Pod. And once again, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash drive in double feature podcast. But Until next time. Until next time.